Hello and welcome back at long last to Let's Get Weirding. I am Bo North. And I'm Megan Sunday. And on this show, we normally read Frank Herbert's Dune series chapter by chapter. Today we're back. We're talking about chapters 45 and 46 of Children of Doom, but we're going to do a little catch up first because we haven't put out an episode since, since September, Megan. Did you realize that? I did not. <laughs> time time is like a breeze. It means nothing. <laughs> it it means, means nothing. It means literally nothing. No, we've just had lots of stuff going on. Health-wise, house-wise, everything, things are calmed down now somewhat, right? Enough, yeah, enough that we can bring back Dune, Dune to the world. Yeah. The world needed us, and, and we're back. here's the thing is that people are starting to talk about Dune again because we're getting some, like, Dune 2, like, rumors, casting rumors. Um, we, got, we got Grimes crying over a kid. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Because he's like Paul, he's not like Paul. Yeah, no. Wait, <laughs> baby, just a baby. Grimes is oh right, Grimes and Chelsea Manning are a thing now. Yes. Although I I'm surprised that it hasn't changed since the last time we talked. Because I feel like every time it's like Grimes is in a new situation. I thought she was back together with Elon. And apparently, then... so I read the Vanity Fair like excerpts at least. Um, yeah. And they want to keep co-parenting and possibly still having children together, but they are not currently in a relationship. Ew. She's dating Chelsea Manning, and he is dating some, like, an actress. I don't know her name. I'm sorry to you. I'm sure you're a lovely young lady, but I don't know your name. Yeah. Also, think about your choices. Yeah, really, really. Is this what you really want as your legacy? (laughs) Yeah. Anywho, um, enough about him. Ew. Uh, yeah, so rumored but not confirmed, Fade and Irulan. Um, yes. Denis has said, I don't know who either of these people are. I'm Which still is a lie. casting both of these. He know, like uh, even if he's not you know actively casting, Florence you know who Pugh Florence Pugh is. Yeah. <laughs> Do not t- look at me in the eyes. <laughs> the most surprising me. thing I thought I saw... That I did see um, about the possibility that Florence Pugh had been cast as a Rulin was someone mm-hmm. bemoaning that she would be playing the same role as she did in Little Women, which, I mean, I guess Ex- they both have a lot of sisters. <laughs> I mean, a lot of sisters and, you know, ends up in a relationship sort of with Timothy, a character that Timothy's playing. But like, no, not the same. Yeah. Other than that, I was like, well, Irwin I mean, is a lot more Joe. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And she's also the oldest, which makes her Meg. Yeah. If we're going to get real technical about this. I mean, it's yeah. like whenever there's a situation with a lot of sisters, people just want to like plug them in wherever. It's like, I'm sorry, oh, yeah. there's a birth order. If you want to talk about the uh, Carinos and Pride and Prejudice, Arulin is Jane. That's how yeah. it works. Mm-hmm. She's the oldest. So I guess Winshishka is going to be the Lydia of yeah. the Carino gals. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That does make sense, actually. <laughs> I would not want to meet the Mary of the Carinos. Mar. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why can't we go back to the old days when we just tortured people and... <laughs> You know, rule the universe. Like, oh, I don't know. Oh, boy. Also, Butlerian Jihad? Anyone? 
Yeah, That's possibly. Kind of been. It's been in the news. <laughs> Lawsuits against machines. I didn't know it started with a lawsuit. But, yeah. I mean, that's what we've got in the beginning, I guess. Um, early days, early days. Mm-hmm. Sue the machines. <laughs> I, I really mean, that's thought... just our way. That's really our way, isn't it? It <laughs> is. I'll see you in court. When Machine. I saw the future that Kyle Reese came from, I didn't realize <laughs> that they were just constantly engaged in legal battles with the machines (laughs) he made it seem a little darker than that but he was also trying to get laid john connor v (laughs) skynet inc llc whatever (laughs) that's what it all came down to john connor was just really good lawyer (laughs) oh his mother should be so proud she really should good job sarah it's it's hard it's hard to you know pass the bar and all that stuff, and she was oh, really sure. bringing it. And as a single mom, I mean, <laughs> paying for Good. all that schooling. Right. <laughs> Good on you. Amazing. <laughs> well, I was also thinking in terms of casting news, the reason we haven't talked much about the possible selection for Fade is because I don't know who that person is. Yeah, I haven't actually seen this actor in anything at I'm sorry, I'm not even looking. I'm very prepared because I don't have his uh, information pulled up in front of me. Hang on. Yeah, I know he's in that new Baz Luhrmann Elvis movie, but I oh, right. okay. obviously seen that. Um, Austin Butler is his name. Um, mm-hmm. Doom Part 2, Austin Butler is eyed to play Fade Rotha in upcoming sequels. So, I mean, I like I said, I don't know anything about the actor. I haven't seen him in anything. I refuse to watch another Baz Luhrmann movie Aww. after Great Gatsby. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm burnt out. I can't do it again. But didn't you realize that the Great Gatsby was the title of his book the whole time? Oh, I can't do it again, <laughs> Megan. I just can't. <laughs> I hate that movie so much. I made some really pretentious Great Gatsby jokes recently <laughs> when we took uh, we took our daughter to play mini golf, and she's a massive cheater. And I was just like, she's a little Jordan Baker. <laughs> just moving that golf ball I keep forgetting that she around. was a golf professional. A golf professional, and not legitimately. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, boy. And they, they do... Uh, block out that entire movie so that you don't have to address the fact that Elizabeth Debicki is six foot one. It's like, just let her. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. And Toby Maguire, you know. <laughs> Next to t- little Toby Maguire. It was very cute. And tiny Carrie Mulligan. Yeah. Oh, she is very tiny. She's lovely in that movie, but ugh. I just, A, it's I've the great never, Gatsby. I've never liked Great Gatsby. You know, I've never been like a fan, but also like, <laughs> I just don't like that interpretation of it at all. And I feel like he could have really done something interesting and new and fun and fresh with it. And it was just like, so forgettable. It was so forgettable. But it had Kanye music. That makes it fun and fresh. It had Jay-Z. Yeah. Like, Jay-Z did the soundtrack. But I believe Kanye was... I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in so long. <laughs> I think he may have appeared on a Jay-Z track. I feel on the like soundtrack. He, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whether they invited him or not, I don't know. <laughs> he just showed up. <laughs> oh, anyway. So, 
Dune, I guess. Dune. The reason, dear friends, that we are yep. so reticent to begin is because this is a one-two punch of some chapters. Uh, yeah. The first one is the infamous beef swelling chapter. Mm-hmm. So we get to talk about that, which is fantastic. And then the <laughs> second chapter this evening is scenes from a marriage. <laughs> Comma Dune edition. <laughs> Comma Dune edition uh, starring Alia and Duncan, who just can't, yeah. you know, stop being toxic as hell to each yeah. other for 10 minutes. Yeah. But that's not Alia anymore. Alia is dead, Megan. This is true, but he's also just being a re... I don't know. Well, you know, yeah. like, maybe you could have stopped that from happening. I don't know, man. Be a better mm-hmm. husband. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just put your hand, throw your hands up in the air. Like, I I don't know. I give up. I don't know how this happened. I married a 15 year old and then I didn't pay any attention to her. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she becomes evil. I don't know. Weird. Uh, it just happened overnight. I Crazy how that was. happens. <laughs> I blinked and my wife was possessed. <laughs> By her dead grandpa <laughs> who she killed. Who amongst us? Whomst amongst us has not. has not (laughs) experienced this exact thing. Yes. Um, So should we get into it? Let's just get it over with. Let's just get this shit over. We've been gone for months and we're like, oh, let's just get this shit over with. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we do have a little bitty epigraph. Mm-hmm. Before uh, episode, listen to me. Episode forty-five. No, these are these are chapters. We're reading like a book. We're reading a yeah. book. <laughs> yeah, listen uh, to this. Listen, listen. Okay. Mm. Did you hear that? It was beautiful. Yeah, it's that's ASMR. The sound, that's the sound of book pages. Very old book pages being turned. <laughs> yeah, your book was just like, please don't do that. Yeah, please stop. <laughs> How dare you? All right, here we go. Okay. One small bird has called thee from a beak streaked crimson. It cried once over sage tabor, and then and thou went forth unto funeral plain. It was the lament for Leto too, read poorly. <laughs> oh, and there's my alarm. Sorry, people. Sorry, everyone. It's my alarm telling me to stop talking about do- no. <laughs> Uh, um, it happened to me the last time I was on a podcast, too, and it was just, like, <laughs> awkward. Yeah, this this chapter, it's a, these are two short chapters, which I'm mm. glad of, because... I don't want to hear any more about beef swelling. I couldn't really take this. Like, I mean, he has, Leto has a full-fledged, like, adult fantasy. Like, or yes. he's, like, remembering something that never happens, basically. In this chapter, and so, it's so he's still at Jackaroo too. Yeah, um, he's being drugged. Lots of spice. Oops, all given... spice. Oops, it's all spice. <laughs> um, and mm, all spice. He's <laughs> he wakes up and he sees that uh, Sabia, who is uh, Namri's daughter, ne- niece. Yeah, niece. I'm sorry. Is there again? Uh, she's making the food. He can tell that she's making the food and putting the spice into it. I like that she's just doing this right there. Like they're mm-hmm. not even trying. She's just like, "Yep, here it goes." Yeah, drugging we're you. keeping you drugged. Uh, he's noticing a couple of things about her while she thinks that he's asleep. Uh, one, she's got a lot of water rings in her hair because he keeps hearing them tinkling. So good on her. 
he he notices that she is two years past the age when most Fremen women are married or at least betrothed. So he's kind of like, well, what's that about? Like, why haven't they married her off to somebody? Right. Uh, he kind of suspects that it's because she might be being saved for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, who? Mm, I wonder. Who could it be? She's she's pretty. He is this look. He's checking her out. Like, yeah, okay. She's got black. Hair. I don't. He's she's got black hair, but like really pale skin. I guess they really do stay inside in Jackaroo too. Uh, and he's just like so. This must mean that they know the Bene Gesserit's plan because the Bene Gesserit's want me to marry my sister, but mm. here in Jakarotu, they're clearly offering me, you know, another choice, which is a person who's not my sister. Great. <laughs> choose that one. <laughs> I mean, you're nine, so don't choose anyone. Right, um, please. Because this makes her, what, like 17 then probably. Yeah, I think if, she's about 17. Because if Alia at 15 was like, gotta get this girl a man, then... <laughs> so... He's just like, okay, so I don't know how they know this plan, but I think it's because it's probably pretty easy to figure out. Like, yeah, eh, it's not that like intricate a Benny Gesserit plan <laughs> that they no. might decide to reinstate what he calls pharaonic ther- imperialism. Because as we know, the pharaohs often married their sisters or nieces True. or close female relatives. Yep. Uh, so he starts having there's sort of memories of what could have what could be mm-hmm. because he's had visions of this possible future where he marries Sabia mm-hmm. and he's thinking about he's sort of reliving those visions that he's had um so Boy he knows that is he <laughs> he is and at first it's just you know he doesn't know He's feeling a lot of conflicting feelings because, one, he's not sure how he feels about Jessica right now. Yeah. He's not sure how he feels about Gurney or Namri. He knows that Gurney is sort of like kind of wants to kill him, which is <laughs> right. rough. And Namri definitely wants to kill him. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, so basically his fantasy is up until, well, up until that one part, kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Because it's very, he's just imagining having kind of an ordinary life with Sabia. Yeah. Like, they're together. He imagines just, like, you know, sitting with her. She's got her his water rings in her hair. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just, like, hanging out. She's making dinner. And it's it's just sort of him envisioning this, this domestic kind of fantasy that he knows could be a possibility. Yeah. Uh, if, like his dad, he decides to just shuck the whole... <laughs> glorious purpose thing and uh live his own life yeah just be a frimen but then because this is dune <laughs> right he also starts remembering other aspects of marriage like well, the fact that you have sex with your spouse right <sighs> it's pretty i don't want to say like it's not super detailed but they did there's no like room left to the imagination we know what is being described yeah, he's really by a nine-year-old. By a nine-year-old, just yeah. keep in mind, nine, nine he's years nine. old. <laughs> um, but he's having, as as we have noted, physical reactions to these memories, and this is mostly infamous for the fact that it uses the term "adult beef swelling" to describe mm-hmm. an erection. 
Uh, I have read, though I have not confirmed that this was like a misprint that just they just left. Oh, really? That it was just supposed to be adult swelling, but like, I don't know how beef got in there. Well, if maybe Brian Herbert, I know because I know he listens to this show. If he could of just course. write in and let us know, like which it, which which is it, Brian? Because I read that and then I was gonna look it up and I forgot. But I mean, I kind of I want to I want to believe mm-hmm. hashtag I want to believe that <laughs> um, it was not meant to be beef swelling. Because who in the history of ever? <laughs> Even right. if you look, if you look on like the dune wiki sort of like the fan run dune wiki it's mm-hmm. referred to as a curious like phrase yeah well <laughs> no and one it's understands weird it. because in the same paragraph he is like he felt in a, there was an adult beef swelling in his loins mm-hmm. um and then like the next sentence is like then a sigh a lingering ground swelling sweetness a collapse yeah and it's like Mm, do we mean to use swelling twice in a row? Yeah, that's a lot yeah. of swelling. And this is from someone who reads a lot of romance novels. <laughs> There's never that much swelling in just. I don't know. know. I just watched sentences. season two of Bridgerton. There is quite a bit of swelling in that <laughs> season. So. That's allowed. Uh, but the phraseology, I mean, mm-hmm, usually at least mm-hmm. there's. Someone takes out the thesaurus. Right. No, my my editor gets very like, she's like, this is too similar to this word you just used. I've seen that. Oh, my God. There was something I wrote recently for the spool where I used some word twice in two sentences. And it was the only time I've wished. It's the only time I've wished that like someone had been really mean editing me because I was looking (laughs) at it. And when I was like looking over it after it had been published, I was like, what is that? <laughs> I hate it when that happens. I hate like, oh, that. Oh no, Megan, there was how? Uh, one of the lists that Gina and I wrote together. I was trying to, I was talking about like the two characters, but I used the actress's name instead of the character's oh. name. And oh my god, it bugs me. It still bugs me. And that article is like three years old. <laughs> it yeah, still bugs in me a, today. In a Mandalorian recap, I described uh, an alien character's skin color by the wrong color. Mm. And it was because uh, part of her body is that color, but not the majority of it. And uh. I just was thinking the wrong <laughs> word when I wrote it. And it, sure. wasn't, it got published. And the only... It, the, and I feel so bad because the only time that it ever came to pass was that part of that sentence was used in like a tweet. And somebody did question it, like, huh? Like, are they talking about character? And I said, like, I was talking about this other thing, and I just forgot. And they were really, like, just like, oh, yeah, no, that happens. But I was Mm -hmm. just like, oh, oh, God, someone on Twitter noticed. (laughs) Yeah, just so everyone knows, vermilion is red and not green. Just so you know. (laughs) never remember that, ever. (laughs) That's some sort of weird Mandela effect thing. I don't know why... Because V, the V, uh, corresponds with like verdant and verde and all these words that mean green. Uh, it's just, it's where your head goes. I guess so. Yeah. Well, we know where Leto's head went. Um, <laughs> so he calls to be his name and she's just kind of like, he's saying my name again. She, <laughs> to he name, starts right? telling her this, like, right? He's telling well, her. He says her name and then he kind of falls into a spice trance or seems to. And she turns to Namri and says, well, he was calling my name. And he says, well, you stay with him. Mm, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go talk to, to Gurney. 
you just like just stay with him so she stays with him and yeah he starts talking to her and he starts telling her about these visions that he's had about the two of them mm-hmm. and then he knocks her out with i guess the force i don't know when this he, became a thing i don't want to say this word but i mean mm. he hypnotizes her i'll just say that that's true uh yeah but it's just she's you know she's holding his hand and then she's just like oh he's kind of sweet mm-hmm. yeah i mean he <laughs> he gave her a, a freaking frim and roofie for sure it's the whammy he put the whammy yeah. on her <laughs> or i guess and, i should say Bene Gesserit roofie so he gets up and he puts on his still suit and he's like all right here we go he's still by the way high as fuck He's like, still high as fuck. Yeah. We do learn uh, that Namri has sabotaged his still suit. Mm-hmm. Disabled the real, heel pump, so... That's he, a real he dick move. Yeah, he can't get any water to him. And, oh. like, when Gurney... When Gurney finds all of this out, like, A, that Leto has escaped, B, that he hypnotized uh, Sabia, that... You know, Namri disabled his still suit. Like, it's just like Gurney's head exploding like three times in, in a row. I also know, like, that poor Sabia, like, they wake her up and they're like, How, why the fuck did you fall asleep? And she's like, Oh, I didn't. Like, he did something. I think it was magic. Yeah. And they're like, Don't be stupid. It wasn't magic. I'm like, It's kind of <laughs> magic. I don't know. I mean, like, kind yeah. of. I mean, isn't that part of like a bunch of magic shows? Yeah, I mean, if someone just randomly put me to sleep with their, you know, words, I would probably assume that they were either using magic or it was a podcast and I was trying to go to bed. <laughs> uh, Some podcasts do put me right to no, sleep. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that they put me to sleep in that sense. It's that I need to have noise when I'm going to sleep. Mm-hmm. And if I listen to a podcast I've already listened to, then my brain kind of just goes into a fugue. Sure. Because I don't have to try to, like understand what's happening because i i've listened to it a million times yeah so i've fallen asleep listening to audiobooks which drives me crazy because i'm like what happened yeah that's I. and then trying to find my spot again it's so annoying anyway <laughs> so he's uh they're like well okay so what are we gonna do and gurney's just like oh my god so uh, you know, jessica said this might happen but gurney's uh... like gurney's trying to like workshop this he's coming up with like okay so we'll we'll you know pull up the satellite feed and they're like no satellites bro we're getting a storm and we'll send like, a bat we'll no send bat. a bat bats ain't gonna fly in the storm are you crazy so then like you know it's just like one thing after another basically they're fucked and Gurney has Gurney was actually trying to avoid Leto's death. Now he's thinking like, oh, you know, you'd think everyone around him wanted him dead. And even Jessica said this might be a possibility. And I'm like, is everyone gone crazy? <laughs> it's just like, why are you just now wrestling with this, Gurney? Why is this yeah. just now coming up? Like, you know that they kidnapped and have been drugging this kid. Yeah, this has now, been happening for a while. Like, I don't like the way you're treating him. <laughs> Namri's like, oh, well, if he dies, he dies. Shrug. Ugh. If only it were that simple, but it never is with Atreides. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not ever. Uh, so the Namri just is like, we, we can't, there's no satellites. 
right now because a sandstorm is coming. Uh, we cannot send a bat because the bats won't fly. It doesn't really matter. We're just going to have to wait until the satellites come back and then hopefully we'll find his bones out in the desert. And Sabia has the wherewithal to say, well, not if he took a Frem kit, because apparently they have a stack of Frem kits by the door. So they're saying he's he's high, but he probably has enough, you know, self-possession to know that he needs to grab a Frem kit. Uh, so they decide if, you know, he if he took one, he might be alive. If he didn't, then he's definitely dead. And poor Gurney has just had enough of this, so he marches off cursing under his breath. Uh, yeah, so that's chapter 45. That's the beef-swelling chapter. <laughs> Rest in fucking pieces. Oh. Uh, it's probably... I mean, it's not, unfortunately, the most inappropriately weird that it's going to get with children in this series. I You don't think this is the most inappropriately weird? Uh, no, Maybe the Miles Teague stuff. Oh, oh my God, Miles! Yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Retract yeah. that statement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we 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 shan't get too into that at the moment because that's still a few. That's a little bit off, but um, yeah, yeah, a few books away yet. <laughs> Google that sometime mm-hmm. and go. Ah! If you really just want to turn your hair white, just spend an evening. Looking at the Dune wiki on Miles Teague, <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> you'll be like, they no, do what no. now? <laughs> uh, no, what? No. Yeah. You know, and obviously things, I'm not saying things are the same in any capacity, Mm-mm. but I do find it interesting that there's always such a huge, um, people are always flipping out about like, it the the scene in it yeah (laughs) dune ladies and gentlemen dune yeah i'm saying like the next the next person that flips out about that scene in it which um is warranted i'm not saying it's not warranted like it is super fucked up that that scene was written put in the book not edited out that it exists but like he's not the only author that has written some real problematic shit with kids or some yeah. real, like, really, like, this is too adult to have children doing this. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, okay. We're done with that. Done. <laughs> done. Let me dust done. my hands off. Okay. Because <laughs> it's time for everyone's favorite uh, marital strife. The honeymooners. They are drowning. There is no sign of land. No. Oh my god. <laughs> you are god. coming down it's... with me. <laughs> and an unlovable hand. <laughs> it is um yeah, this this chapter is really a bummer because like any hope we had of Alia like, you know, coming to her senses or, you know, throwing off the baron like it kind of is dashed in this chapter, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately. So, but we have another epigraph, and it's, uh it's another real peppy one. At least it's short and sweet. This is true, for yeah. once. I All mean, right. short, anyway. Yeah. Peace demands solutions, 
but we never reach living solutions. We only work toward them. A fixed solution is, by definition, a dead solution. The trouble with peace is that it tends to punish mistakes instead of rewarding brilliance. From The Words of My Father, An Account of Muad'Dib, reconstructed by Hark Alada. It's some real, like, some real, like, Joe Rogan podcast shit right there. <laughs> if I was to, you know, collect Lito, words... too, would have been on the Joe Rogan experience. I'm just putting as, that out there. As a worm. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> He's just there with his little arms. <laughs> Can't smoke a J with those little arms. <laughs> I mean, you can make do. <laughs> That's what he has people for. My arms are pretty short. I do all right. That's what he's got fish speakers for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all. That's what Leto Two needed. Not nine-year-old Leto Two. Let's let's but but you know thousands years old worm yeah. Leto Two. Uh, just needed to uh, get high and not on yeah. spice. Um. Yeah, I think that a lot of shit could be could have been avoided if. Like everyone in Dune, just you know, it's four twenty somewhere, guys. <laughs> I think that's all franchises. <laughs> yeah, Game of Thrones, The Dark Tower, uh, Star Wars, The Wheel of Time. Uh, basically everything. I don't know anything about Foundation, but I assume that no. too. Yeah, I mean the thing about Dune that I kind of dig is like, it, it really is one of the few like science fiction. I, I don't know. I don't know that much about science fiction, honestly. <laughs> That's yeah. why I have this podcast. Um, <laughs> no, but like, not experts, I mean, it's, people. I do enjoy that. It is, you know, so just constantly drugs, drugs, drugs. <laughs> it's like not actually <laughs> drugs. Cause it's like in the air and everything, but it's like, Oh, I'm having a hallucination. Like all the time. It is like getting that guy as your college dorm mate. You know what I mean? That guy. And then, uh, if you're looking for something a little harder, Samuda. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, Samuda. Put on some the house Molly. music. Yeah. It's and... the Molly of, Dude. Listen to um, yeah, the I would try that shit. I would try that shit in a oh, fucking yeah. heartbeat. Yeah. If you're not like, as with anything, if you're not wasting your life away mm-hmm. on it, it sounds pretty sweet. It sounds pretty great. I mean, yeah, that's true. It's like, you know, like I'm, and I'm not certainly not a person that judges people by their drug use. How could I? <laughs> Because I use drugs, like, all the time. But at the same time, it's like, I would never judge another person for what they're, do- like, putting in their bodies. But at the same time, like, it, it there are certain times where I'm like, oh, well, that kind of sounds fun. Really? That's methamphetamines. Is that really <laughs> Well, I can remember back in the day, children, yeah. when I was in college, that... I mean, I'm sure if you ask certain people, they'd be like, meth is an absolute no. Mm. But I remember it being in conversation as just more of like the harder thing if you wanted like a little pep in your step. Mm -hmm. Like I definitely knew people who were like, oh yeah, just sometimes you do some crystal meth. And it was like, okay, I mean, no thank you. Yeah, I knew a few of those myself. It wasn't a thing. dated one or two. (laughs) Yeah. No, in... it, it definitely was not what it is now, which is bad. Like, 
It's bad. It's in and that it's... song. Yeah. Oh, God. What song am I thinking of? Oh, I don't know. Here, hold on. Ask Hurdle. I will not ask Hurdle. <laughs> I mean, I was fine with Hurdle today, but some days I'm like, no Hurdle. 311? No. I don't know. This was after my time, Megan. It absolutely was not. <laughs> I mean, this is like after the time when I stopped listening to it was new Third Eye Blind. Semi Charmed Life by Third Eye oh, Blind. Oh, okay. Features the line, uh, doing crystal meth will lift you up until you break. It's true. And it was just sort of that thing. I mean, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, I don't know if they have anything equivalent to meth yeah, in let's Dune. Just do a, let's just have a seance. Contact Frank Herbert. Be like, what was the meth situation on Arrakis? So we need to know. We just want to know. Here's a you chart know of those drugs. fucks on Getty Prime were all into that shit. Oh my god, who knows what they're doing on Getty Prime, man? Mm-hmm. Like, I some kind of like motor oil drug or something. They're I making their own, and it is cut yeah. everything, the worst of everything <laughs> under the sun. Just like this bleach, yeah, and motor oil, and just whatever they can find they're just scraping it up and it's a little like, antifreeze oh. you know like if it doesn't kill you you're fine like oh <laughs> great guys whoa <laughs> thanks thanks love to hang out here but i'm gonna go <laughs> the throat singing the blood uh this stuff <laughs> yeah really... those sardaukar were messed the fuck up uh they, that wasn't getting yeah that wasn't Getty Prime. What are we talking about? Seleucia. Oh, Seleucia Secundus. Yeah. We don't even know our planets anymore. The only thing on Getty you know, Prime we, worth is noting is that, well, is that nobody has hair. Hair has been yeah. illegalized on Getty Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why uh, I hope whoever they do cast as Fade does have like a gorgeous head of hair. Because that'll, yeah. be, <laughs> that'll be his attractive point. That's what. Beautiful Fade. Beautiful fade. I mean, I mean, I wish I wish they had uh, any of the scenes with him and Piter because I feel like Piter would just have been envious of that hair. Mm-hmm. True. All this makes me feel I should change my Twitter name back to Piter's Rain Bonnet. <laughs> that was a good time. Oh, uh, just so everyone knows, before we get into this next chapter, like, um, Dune is now back on HBO Max. Yes. So if you haven't gotten a chance to like watch it or rewatch it, rather. Like, this is a great time to do so. And, Mm -hmm. you know, make all your, hold all your friends and family captive. Make them watch it, too. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I'm not advocating to hold anyone against their will, but, you know. But they should watch Dune. They should watch Dune. Although, my most, the the company that I'm going to have most uh, coming up the the soonest is my mother. And I don't know that she'd want to watch Dune. Mine would. Mine would, but know. you know, only until it got quote unquote scary. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm trying to envision that now. My mom watching Dune, and I just. My don't mom know is so weird. She's like, "This is so scary. I can't watch this." At like an episode of Lost, and not even like <laughs> a really scary episode of Lost. Just like. <laughs> A normal episode of Lost. This is too scary. But she will watch those like HBO documentaries about fucking autopsies all day long. She has seen Silence of the Lambs more times than I have. And I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't think that was possible. (laughs) Yeah. 
Me neither. Yeah, that's sort of how my five-year-old is. <laughs> well, she'll she'll want to watch scary things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she infamously wanted to watch the It Part 2 trailer with me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's all did sorts of stuff. Did you let her? I did not. Okay. Because you're uh, a good mom, yeah. Uh, but like, I turned it off when she tried to look at my phone and I said like, oh no, you don't, this is too scary. She's like, it's not scary. <laughs> uh, at Spirit Halloween this last fall, she grabbed what was the scariest clown mask I've ever seen in my life. It was a killer clowns from outer space mask. <laughs> oh, fun. And then laughed and said, it's a clown. <laughs> and, but then. Is it okay if I tell you that sometimes your five-year-old terrifies me? <laughs> No, it's perfectly all right. And but then, yeah, she'll see. She doesn't. She was scared of what did she say scared her? That spork from Toy Story Four <laughs> has. There's like shorts on Disney Plus about this. This Forky, I think his name is. And mm-hmm. we thought, oh, maybe she'll like that. She's never really seen Toy Story, but like it's just this little fork guy. And she was just like, no, get that out of my sight. Like, what the hell is that thing? And he was like, this is what does it? You're you're in the store looking at an Annabelle doll like, oh, dolly. And this is the fork for children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although, as my brother said, it is terrifying because he is sentient trash who doesn't want to be alive. I was like, well, shouldn't even get to his existential crisis. Well, I mean, yeah, that that's kind of heavy, but... She I, just I, didn't like I, the I look of I haven't seen him. Toy Story 5, so, or 4, whichever. Here, I'm going to send you a picture of this dude in the chat while okay. you talk about Fade. No, 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 we're not Fade. Listen to me. I don't even know what Dune is anymore. <laughs> what is Dune? Duncan? Duncan? I, I want to talk about Duncan. Freaking Question Duncan. Mark. Maybe Matt. Oh, while we're on the subject, because it has been so long... Since we recorded an episode together, R.I.P. Lisa Bonet and Jason Momoa. Yeah. Very sad, but, you know, they sound like they're being adults about it and happy for them or and or sad for them, whichever applies. All right, there, I sent it to you. Okay, let's see. Let me see. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that fucker. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to be alive either. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if I had that eyebrow, yeah. And you couldn't do anything about it? Right. If I was just a spork with like a fucking pipe cleaner for arms, no thank you. I get that way whenever I see... And this has only happened twice uh, in media, but any kind of like a robot, but it has a human that lives in it. Like like a human soul is in this robot. I'm always oh like, sort of like cyborg in the the Justice League movies. Uh, not quite cyborg because he's a cyborg, so he's still human. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. oh, I don't know anything about. Oh, the, I, the I, one that I do that know one, Fraser but I, plays. I can't say because it's a big spoiler. Um, Brendan Fraser on that show that he's on. Listen to us. We are on fire. <laughs> We're back, baby. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're talking. The only show I know that he's on is was that one on FX about the Getty son that kidnapped himself. On Doom Patrol. He oh, Doom is Patrol. A robot okay. man. I didn't even know he was on that. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, but he is, I think, a human like consciousness in a robot body. And then oh, it's sure. also on like Full Metal Alchemist, the mm-hmm. one brother mm-hmm. is that as well. And it's just like mm-hmm. Battlestar Galactica. What Battlestar Galactica. You? Well, well Cap- Caprica. Caprica. On Caprica. What, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, I feel that way about the, the spork. Yeah. He doesn't want to be alive. <laughs> Um. Also, there is an episode. I'm sorry. We're back, baby. There's an episode of Supernatural <laughs> where a girl wishes for her teddy bear to become alive in a wishing oh, well oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah, a magic coin, this. and the teddy bear becomes alive, and it's like a giant, like human-sized teddy bear, and it's like total existential crisis. Like, what am I here for? What? What is the meaning of all of this? And like, tries to like blow his brains, blow his stuffing out. <laughs> it doesn't really work. Um, it is a very dark and hilarious and weird episode. My best friend hates that I love that episode so much, but I do. I just, I really love the really grim, like, existential humor. See, I liked where they just went extremely goofy. I love that black and white one well, with Dracula. That episode is so good. But the Wishing Well episode is really excellent. And I highly recommend anyone watch it. I would it. like to believe that if my teddy bear came to life, he'd be really chill and want to hang out with me. Because we've known each other for 40 years. My teddy bear would be like, why have you kept me in the closet for like the last four years? I'm like, I think the issue. I can't bear to wash you. Mine would have is that the way that he is shaped, he doesn't really have legs that he can walk on. Mm, mm-hmm. So I think he'd be kind of like, this is annoying. Yeah. Um, but it's like, that's just the way you're made, man. Like, you got <laughs> a big old tummy and just little legs. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, friend. But we could hang out. <laughs> I, f- I feel like he'd really be excited to hang out with me. But I do I don't I can't foresee anyone being excited to hang out with me. I'm sorry. Oh, stop it. <laughs> oh. I always am. You're just you're so far away. That's now, true. If we I had very musical cues, we could have like a really poignant <laughs> one right there. Just like Aww. Uh, Um Anyway. Or we could just fight like Alia and Duncan are. Like we walk in right in the middle of them having like a domestic like, yeah, dispute. Alia is in the process of shouting at him. What do you mean? She's training him. Like, she's just learning. Like, Duncan is giving his report. I took her to, like, I took your mother to Salusa. Here's what happened. Here's what's happening. Like, at all the deets. And, oh, and- yeah, by the way, Lady Jessica is training him in the Bene Gesserit way. And <gasps> Alia mean, no. is that Alia was like very formal and cold when she greeted him like everything was very appropriate and then like the minute they got just together she was like what the fuck is going on (laughs) (laughs) the fuck is up Kyle what the fuck is up Kyle what did you say he's to be fair though Duncan is being very frustrating because Alia Mm. says that her mother has taken leave of her senses and he he quote treated that statement as a mentat problem all the indicators are that she remains well balanced and sane. I should say her sanity index was, and she's just like, stop it. <laughs> yeah. You feel like I feel like he did that all the damn time, even before they started having these crises. Oh, absolutely. Like, Whose bright idea was it to make him a mentat? Frank Herbert. Yeah. Boo. Uh, Boo this man. 
<laughs> she was probably like, hey, I just, I don't really like the way that, you know, that party went tonight. I wondered if we could talk about it. And he's like, well, it seemed to me that the party went quite successfully. 35 people had 25 gallons of weed. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. Wow, you're so fun at parties. Oh, I bet he's the best. He's not drunk and Duncan anymore. <laughs> no, and RIP, we miss drunk and Duncan. Oh, that is like. I want to believe that there is a deleted scene in the movie because I want to see it. It's such a good scene and it <laughs> says so much about the relationship. I think that's the problem with it's the problem with doing an adaptation when you don't know how many times you're going to get to do an adaptation because mm -hmm. it's a really mm -hmm. important scene for Duncan and Jessica's relationship. But yeah, overall, it doesn't really have a lot to do with anything. So if you don't know if you're going to get to get any further into their relationship in later movies, mm. it's not really super necessary. And they didn't film it, did they? Because I don't remember that as being a deleted scene in the, in the Blu-ray so. extras. Uh, I don't have the Blu-ray, mm. so I spent my Blu-ray budget on the uh, alligator release. <laughs> Oops! You got to do what you got to do, babes. And the folk, the folk horror box set. I mean, that's pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. I just stare at it sometimes. <laughs> Whisper to it. Uh, he's just so he keeps staring at, at Alia and being like, Alia's gone. She's, she's dead. He she's he dead. literally thinks she's dead. And it's like, no, she's not. She's standing right in front of you. Maybe she's you could still say in there. something. She's <laughs> still in there. Yeah, he keeps thinking about how he had kind of invented this like myth Alia and convinced himself that everything was okay. Oh, but so he's, he's a man? Like, so he's mm, just a dude? Mm, yeah. <laughs> he just made up this beautiful like vision of what he wanted and never bothered to look at the actual person <laughs> and yeah and wow, now that's not something like, well, a man would do how ridiculous oh uh, sorry when they were making him they were just like let's make him extra man <laughs> this is like i've been watching nothing but drew a follows tiktok channel so <laughs> duncan how's your hairline looking <laughs> <laughs> let me see those calves <laughs> How's leg day, Duncan? Can't skip it. Uh, he refers to her as a shell within which outrages had been committed. That's and a person. That's your what wife. What makes me so That's mad your wife. is like he thinks he actually thinks that at some point in this chapter, like maybe I could have done something. It's like, oh, you fucking oh! think? You think? Duncan? I'm doing that like two fingers to the eyes thing, even though yeah. obviously Duncan Idaho is not in front of me because he doesn't exist. <laughs> but I'm doing it. I hope he can Watching feel me you. Yeah. in like whatever imaginary Gumby book world he lives in. <laughs> Gumby never went into Dune. That's sad. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't found a way to, you know. <laughs> do a, have you, uh, have you done tweet? that? Yeah. Have Can I done Gumby Dune? tweets? I, Let me I consult don't my book. I'll have to consult my book. <laughs> yeah, for for listeners, our good friend Josh Hollis actually compiled all of Megan's Gumby tweets that she makes <laughs> and, and made if them into a book. You don't follow me on yeah. Twitter. Uh, there is a Twitter, uh, which I can't even think of the name of it now, but it's, it's like called... Gumby Scream Caps or something. Yeah, 
and they post, well, exactly what you'd think, like screen caps from episodes of Gumby, Gumby screens. Mm. Uh, and I started last year retweeting them and just saying what movie or TV show they made me think of. And it started off with just like, oh, David Cronenberg's Gumby uh, <laughs> and became more specific. Yeah. And Actually, you're really good at it. Though. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, so our friend made us this made me this book of them all uh, that I got last year, and it's amazing. Uh, and my drafts in my Twitter are just make are so nonsensical because you don't see if you've ever seen if you have a Twitter if you look at your drafts if you have pictures they don't show the pictures in the drafts it's just the, they just show the retweets yeah. So if I look at my drafts, it's just movie titles <laughs> oh what did i do for antichrist oh, okay there we go <laughs> look forward to that uh it's not as bad as any of you might think i do have some soul there are ones that i have not done um it's kind of like i don't know if you saw this on tiktok last week but there was a guy that was like I just saw the most disturbing sex scene I've ever seen in my life. And it was on this show on Netflix called Brand New Cherry Flavor. In the fourth episode, it is the most disturbing sex scene ever. And it was like... Have you seen Antichrist? Uh, yeah, I was like, my my guy. I could sit you down in front of, like, <laughs> a Lars von Trier or David Cronenberg. And it would change your life. I mean, if you want to get, I mean, if it's like, I don't know if I've not seen that show, so I don't know if what he's referring to. Is, I, I, is... I don't either, but from what I understand, it was pretty tame and like not that crazy. I mean, if you want to get into like context, I mean, even though the one in Dead Ringers isn't sp particularly gory, it's still mm -hmm. a woman in bed with twins who are connected by weird flesh guts. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, so there's that. Dead ringers. Everyone. Dead ringers, folks. Jeremy Irons. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> career, career best. Really was. I mean, uh, that and I'm a really big fan of Reversal of Fortune. Oh, I've seen it like, like Lion King. <laughs> I've seen me. it like, just like the Lion a dozen times. I've seen it so many times. <laughs> No, that to one the is point also where, good. like, I was really disappointed and sad when I found out that Ellen Dershowitz is, like, a huge asshole. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Are you telling me Ron Silver lied to me? <laughs> Ron Silver did, in fact, lie to me. He did. Um, yeah. Remember in Time Cop when there are two Ron Silvers? Anyway. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Time Cop. <laughs> Megan, I have really missed us. <laughs> Hopefully other people have as well. Uh, um, do we really have anything left of this chapter? Oh, well, so, so Ollie he, is like... He says, he's like, well, you yeah. know, look. He, she says, oh, I've sent Ghani to be with Arulin. They're mm -hmm. with Stilgar. Yeah. Um, Neutral territory. And he, you know, Duncan kind of tries to say, well, isn't it fitting that Ghani's husband should be trained as a Bene Gesserit? And Ollie's just kind of like, <laughs> she's going to kill him. Yeah, whatever. Train him as a Betty Desert. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I believe she says Jessica was training a corpse. Like, yeah, damn, she Alia. does. <laughs> uh, so she starts saying, like, you know, I was really mad at you. T -t -t -t. you know, like, <laughs> I feel like she's probably going to, like, clock him under the chin. Like, yeah, kind of. Ooh, or do one of those really condescending slaps where it's not oh, like, yeah. a, a hard like a little slap. pat on the yeah. cheek, kind Ooh. of. Yeah. <laughs> and 
you know, she says, you took Jessica to Faradin. He's like, well, you told me I had to make it look real. And she's like, well, you didn't have to make it look that real, did you? She <laughs> says, thinking some, like, you're so literal at that. times. Yeah, he's a robot. <laughs> he, he's also like, a man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, there's something about that. For, but he's also a man. I'm sorry. That's my, just my misandry talking. No, there's... Okay, this is the most, this is, everyone just fast forward at this point, honestly. Just click that little 10 second button. It's fine. Sure. <laughs> so growing up, I had this book that was a novelization of a couple episodes of the television series Beauty and the Beast. Uh-huh. I which remember I read, this. Which I read so many times that it's like embedded in my memory. Mm-hmm. But there is a part in that that I always was just like oh he 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 because I was like 12 reading this <laughs> where uh Catherine wants she wants to take Vincent on vacation mm. and uh his his father is basically like that is a really bad idea mm-hmm. like it's a terrible idea and she says at one point to him something like well you know but I thought kind of the equivalent of but I thought you liked me like I thought you approved of our relationship and he's just like well I you know I do yeah, but I but am Yeah but he's like a lion man so But he says you know but I believe it, the phrase is just he says something about like you know Vincent is this wonderful person and you know you two have this connection but he's also a man Mm-hmm. Which even I at twelve knew enough to know, like he was want to have sex with her. <laughs> oh, sure. Um, but so there's something about that phrasing of, but he's a man <laughs> that I'm always just like, <laughs> he's a man. He's a man. He can't help himself. Ron Perlman has never been hotter than he was on <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. I'm sorry, like ugh, he Vincent was, like, was fire. always just constantly the saving of her life just constantly so romantic i'm sorry like i loved that climb up my balcony and read ignore the third season does not exist Mm -mm. um that's how i feel about any subsequent uh series of seasons of heroes after the first one i'm gonna say like most third seasons are not great i'm thinking like lost it was really bad the first half of season three um fringe i didn't love the fir- the third season um well the problem a lot buffy, of times buffy was an excellent third season i'll give buffy that buffy knew what it was doing in season three i'll which one was season three because you had like band candy the prom yes. yeah yeah um oh what are you telling me on amazon prime <laughs> Oh, oh, yep. Here we go. All right. That's how I'm spending my evening. So, <laughs> wait, I, wait, hold on. What are you getting? I'm seeing if it's what I think, because sometimes Prime will tell you it's one thing and then it's not. Hmm. No, that is some like French Beauty and the Beast show. That's not what I want. Actually, I've heard that the French Beauty and the Beast is amazing. That's everyone, wonderful, but that's Everyone I, I know has about. raved about it. Okay, so subscribe to what? Oh, Paramount Plus. Oh, I have Paramount Plus. I'll give you my login. Okay. Okay. Shh. No one. No one tell Big Paramount. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Duncan. Like at one point, she touches his cheek, and he like makes himself kiss her hand, and like mm-hmm. he's basically like gonna gag he's the like, whole time. Hur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing him like not masking it at all. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, sorry, babe. Sorry, I just got something in my throat. Oh, God, don't touch me. Actually, I have to stop doing that because it's actually making me feel a little sick. Um, Yeah, he... And the whole time she's thinking, well, I guess I have to kill him now. But yeah. I'll make it look like an accident. I'm cool like that. Yeah, she says, you know, I need you to go uh, out to Siege Tabor. Yeah. And uh, take with them Gunny. back to Thopter. Yeah, you go with my go with my like most trusted lieutenant here. Like, cause we need the Thopter, so she's gonna drop you off and bring it back. We can't leave it out there. Sorry, like you gotta have someone drop you off. Um, and she's he's just kind of like, okay. At one point, she's like, well, you gotta go now, or I'm gonna want to keep you here, cause I love you. And he's just like, yeah, great. I love you too. Uh, then, so he gets up to the Thopter, he gets in, and it's basically like, peace out, um, and doesn't let the, her Amazon get on, and he starts to fly away, and he cries. He sobs and sobs, he lets himself cry. (laughs) Um, Just picturing, like, him just driving this Thopter, like, (laughs) ooh. And like you know, snot. We have to hear again about how the tears are coming from his his Tilaxu eyes. So Mm -hmm. those little silver golf balls, golf balls are just weeping. Sounds Mm -hmm. horrifying. Like, does he? Well, no, I guess he's. I was gonna say, like, does he make tears? But I mean, he has like a human body, so yeah. I think he makes tears. Yeah. Well, because then tears just went to other places. Because I am a monster. Mm Hmm. I'm a horrible no. human being. <laughs> like, uh, well, I mean, we know that the Gola Duncans can reproduce. So. This is true. This yeah. is true. We do know that. And he's just trying to think. He's like, okay, I'm going to think about some stuff. That's how I'm going to like calm myself down. He's like, okay, we're going to go. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to see Stilgar and Arulin and Ghani. He's mm-hmm. like, why does she want Zia to come with? Oh, she was going to kill me. Yeah, he's like instantly like, oh, okay, she wants she wants me dead. Okay, I get it. <laughs> and he just, I love this. He just hops in a thopter and is like, uh, I'll send it back. Bye. No one will question me. I'm and the, the guard is standing there like, what do I do? I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty sweet. That part's pretty great. But yeah, he. But yeah. Once he he's does away, at one point he's... refer to her, her body as the deer flesh that had once been his alias. She's still in there, bro. Yeah, I hate to tell you this, but... Uh... Uh, like, it is <laughs> coming up where we're going to get a sequence where we do see the real Alia again. And it's mm-hmm. traumatic. Heartbreaking, yeah. Heartbreaking for me, It really personally. is. I think Frank could have thought about me. <laughs> Frank really twisted book. the knife with this one, I'll say that. Like, this book, what is that note that I have? Oh, it's the pronunciation of one Shishya. <laughs> um, yeah, this book came out, you know, four years before I was born, but it's still, he could have asked me. Yeah. It's the least he could have done. My parents were not even married yet, but he still, <laughs> I could have, I existed in some sort of ether, I'm sure, if that's how sure. that works. I don't know. Um, but he just, he could have run it by me. He could have had a seance. And he contact future me yeah. as a baby. It's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a baby. Like, you're contacting a baby, dude. I don't really got anything <laughs> to tell you. Um, 
Hello. <laughs> I have a baby. <laughs> Hello. Hi. I was just He's reading a like, series where babies could, certain babies could communicate telepathically. I mean, that's just boss baby, isn't it? And it was just funny because sometimes it would be like meaningful stuff and then it would be like, I'm eating something that isn't good. And the person <laughs> they were communicating with was an adult. And he'd be like, is it your hand? I'm like, it is my hand. Oh, I gotcha. I was going to say like, like Fruit Loops. <laughs> no, they're just like, I'm sucking on something, but it doesn't taste good. Like, is it your foot? <laughs> it is my foot. <laughs> no, I'm going to like cut this out entirely. But I went to the, when I went to the grocery store this past weekend, I was like, heavily on my period and i was like fuck it so i like came home with like brownies and fruit loops so many fruit loops which i have not eaten since i was maybe in my 20s fucking delicious fruit loops like horrible uh, chemical disgusting but also like just nectar i ate like so many nacho cheese fries. Mm. They're back, baby. <laughs> they're back, back baby. For me. <laughs> and they're so good, even if you don't use the cheese. Oh, yeah. So that it's just like, I gotta just eat these because these are so good. They're for me. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Taco Bell. Thank mm. you for Taco Bell. Taco like, Bell. if I have to thank corporate America for anything, it's Taco Bell. Sponsor us, Taco Bell. Please. Please. We'll do you right. We'll do you right. Yeah. Honestly, just send me like one piece of Taco Bell merch because their merch is so great. And, oh like, my god! One pillow that looks like a bag of hot sauce. I told you, Brian has the hot sauce pajama pants, right? <laughs> yeah, I did not know that. He does. I ordered them for myself, but they were way too like narrow in the hips. So oh, the worst. Yeah. Yeah, Billy will be like, "Oh, you can wear my pajama pants," and I'm like, "I have hips." Yeah, I have hips, my dude. Like, can't do it. I appreciate the offer. But mm -hmm. hips. I need more elastic me. than yeah. what you have. <laughs> but yeah, so Duncan is off to the desert and Alia's yeah. alone and mm -hmm. things are starting she is to soon wind gonna up. be she is soon gonna find out that he is not being killed by her lieutenant because he left, you know, without her. He pulled a sneaky sneaky. Yeah, so I think that's gonna do it for this week. I, I think, think we're so. kind of yeah, that's that's everything. <laughs> so we're gonna be back next week with more Ghani, more Jessica, more Leto, etc. I'm kind of thinking like we're we're kind of getting to the end point now mm -hmm. and I wanna know like what do you guys want because we have been off for so long. Do you want us to take a break in between or do you want us to jump right into God Emperor, this is in no way me trying to get out of reading Wolves of the Kala again. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> in no way whatsoever. She was like, I really don't like books about twins. They bug me. <laughs> I've read enough of them. It's not that. It's not that. I just don't... I don't like that book. I'm sorry. <laughs> and to be fair, I've only read it once, so mm. it's possible that on reread, I will find something about it that I like better. Um, I don't know. It's all the Harry Potter stuff, man. No, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. That was definitely and a, like, on my I... first read. It was like, D -d 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 what? 
<laughs> and like I I had not at that point when I first read Wolves of the Cal, I had read any Harry Potter, so oh. I was totally at sea. Okay. So like then like after I read all of the Harry Potter books, I was like, oh okay. That makes sense now. <laughs> Does it? Not really. It's just, you know, I think it's cute that Stephen King is such a big fan of the Harry Potter series, but at the same time it's like, uh Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, by the same token, you're just like, does everyone have to know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you know, saying nothing costs you nothing. <laughs> Maybe you could just shut the fuck up. Can you imagine? If someone needs to say more of that in uh, the Dark Tower series. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that Roland hey, would Eddie, say to people. Saying nothing costs you nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my darling Eddie. But you know, we get to see uh, Roland get laid again. So that's true. That's true. There is more Roland getting it wet in this next book. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I would like to think he would not approve of that phrasing. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. Roland? I don't think he'd care. No, once he heard it, because if he'd never heard that phrase before, he'd probably be like, well, to be fair, that is what happens. <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> no, that's enough. Thank you. <laughs> and this is why Bo and I will never be invited on a quest of any kind. No, never. And if you do invite us on a quest, what are you thinking? Because this is all that's going to happen. Yeah, it's not it's not pretty. It's not gonna be pretty. Like, leave us out of it, please. Just us just us and wolves of the Calibian. Like, really? You're gonna get laid now? Right now? Yeah. <laughs> Is this the best possible time you could be doing this, Roland? Like, I don't care, I'll knock on that door. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> um, we kinda need the leader of our group right now. Um right. we need him to come out of there. <laughs> like, I don't care what you're doing. Do not tell me. And like, hey, lady, I'm happy for you. No, but great. at the same time, like, come on. It's fantastic. <laughs> I'm super excited for you, Rosalita. However. Literally zero hour right now. <laughs> Just envisioning me knocking like a hotel room door. Like, excuse me. <laughs> I have been chosen to interrupt this. <laughs> Do not shoot me. I apologize in advance. Do not shoot me. Just we really kind of need you out here right now. Um, yeah. So. Oh. So, Megan, what are you working on right now? Uh, well, by the time this comes out, which will be someday. Ooh, I think I know what you're going to say. Do you? Uh, <laughs> I am working on a review of the HBO Max miniseries DMZ, mm. which should be coming out on the spool. I was actually and going to say, you are appearing on a much bigger <laughs> podcast than ours. Uh, by the end of the month, this is March now, uh, so mm -hmm. by, I believe it's March 30th, I will be on Horror Queers. Yes. Uh, on an episode about Piranha 3D. I fucking love Horror Queers. If you are not <laughs> listening to them, please listen to them. They're so good. I'm so um, jealous that you're on. I will say that. But happy for you. My, my episode is perhaps not as academic as some. 
I was listening to uh, the recent episode on uh, the movie Climax, and there was mm. so much like philosophy and critical theory and yeah and i was on piranha 3d and like how much are we gonna talk about i mean really like there's not a lot you can really so i don't feel but so bad that i didn't come to the table with right no i know what you mean when i was doing the jane austen podcast i had our friend uh claude myron goozer on to talk about persuasion and he had a lot of things to say that i was like wow you're really smart (laughs) (laughs) that's not what i took walked away with at all yeah that that's definitely uh there are times that i'll be on a podcast and i'll think i could sound smarter if i wanted to (laughs) probably if i stopped drinking wine i could probably sound smarter (laughs) back in the day but that's not going to happen. So but yeah, let's so that's move on. the end of the month, and mm-hmm. that'll be exciting. Yeah, uh, I have a review of uh, Bridgerton season two coming for all you Bridgerton heads. Yes, this season is. Mm, mm, I'm very excited for this season because I really love this book. Yeah, I think a lot of people love this book, and I know for a fact that there are some changes that may like alarm. That's fine readers but i think like just stick with it it pays off and i know everyone's um, very sad about losing simon but that's how books work like this but i'm sorry about i'm sorry but like kate i was like simon who okay good awesome i mean uh. kate is she is so beautiful the actress that is playing her she is so beautiful. She is so, and like her interactions with anthony through the whole thing are just so like everything is just sparks flying all the time. That like when I found out that the actor that plays Anthony is actually gay in real life, I was shocked. Oh, yeah. I was shocked cuz I was like you really feel like this a real like sexual tension mm-hmm. in these scenes between them. But that's that's how I felt watching uh DMZ the star of which is Rosario Dawson and there are so many mm. scenes of her just like interacting with people where i want to be like do you realize you're talking to rosario dawson yeah (laughs) like have you looked at rosario dawson have you have you seen her like she's just like appeared in front of you and is talking to you rosario dawson (laughs) and people are just sort of like annoyed at at her character and stuff and i'm like what are you doing no what what (laughs) how it's rosario dawson she looks like rosario dawson let her speak yeah anyway that's what I have going on this month. Woohoo. And, you know, if you're into period pieces, I have a thing on Jane Campion's The Portrait of a Lady coming out this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Yeah. So, and... like, Martin Donovan at his peak in that movie, too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, it, since it's been since the time that we last recorded this also over on the spool mm. i recapped the i don't know if it's the first or the only season but i recapped the book of boba fett so if you are not tired of me talking about star wars here on my dune podcast I you can hear me think... talk about star wars in uh, yeah. a star wars capacity i think i heard that they were gonna do a second season mm. i'm not sure i think fingers crossed because I, f- I thought I kind it was of... great yeah i mean i know like audiences were mixed but i mean audiences were mixed on the last jedi which i'm sorry i'm gonna say it best star wars movie ever yeah (laughs) 
Uh, that's called Star Wars fandom. No one likes Star Wars if you're a Star Wars no, fan. No, I know. I get yeah. it. I get it. Like, they side with the Galactic Empire. I get it. The Empire doesn't exist anymore. Oh, sure, sure. It's, yeah, it's the first order. Yeah, okay. First order, what have you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I will say that the one both benefit, both bonus and downside of this, of Book of Boba Fett, was that there were two episodes that were just episodes of The Mandalorian. Uh, mm-hmm. which is like, hey guys, uh, and I say that as someone who is slightly fond of Pedro Pascal. Uh, just a bit. <laughs> Quiet you. Just a touch. Shh, just a skosh. <laughs> Don't say it out loud. Because I'm sure he listens to this show. Why not? My Oscar Isaac obsession has been loud and clear since episode one. <laughs> and it works out perfectly because they're friends in real life. So yeah. I just get to send you lots of pictures of them together. And it's like, see, it works yeah. for everyone. It really does. Like, everyone's happy. Mm-hmm. And I think Pedro is adorable. I'm sure you think the same thing about Oscar. I do. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to see that Moon Knight show accent bad it's horrible accent or no i'm and that i'm like me, i don't give a fuck it's still oscar yeah, that Isaac, is the power so. of having a crush on a celebrity because i cannot mm-hmm. think of anyone who would care less about moon knight than you yeah and yet <laughs> i mean i asked i asked my husband a few questions about moon knight he didn't know shit so i looked on wikipedia and i was like okay I can see how this could be kind of interesting. And then, like, I it kind of, like, led me to reading about, like, Black Adam and stuff. Okay, so, yeah. like, I sort of knew some things about Kit, uh, Kit Harrington's character in The Eternals when I watched The Eternals. By the way, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. Like, eh, it was fine. That's that's my reaction to The Eternals. Yeah, but sometimes Kit Harrington, things are just allowed to be fine. Yeah, it's it's just fine. It's just fine. It, it is it the best? No. Is it the worst? No. Actually, I don't know what the worst would be. Iron Man two. I mean, for me personally, yeah, I was not a big fan yeah. of Iron Man two. Although it does have Rebecca Hall in it. Mm, that's true. No, that was Iron Man three. Mm. Yeah, because I reviewed that for the spool last year. This is definitely Iron Man three because that was the one with yeah, that was the one with the um the Mandarin. You're right. I was Iron Man two yeah. was Mickey Rourke. Yeah, yeah with but Liz I just didn't remember Whiplash. what else was happening with Mickey Rourke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's why I wrote about <laughs> uh Thor: The Dark World because I didn't remember yeah. the Iron Man movies. <laughs> I read about the <laughs> Thor movies, which I know about. Yeah. Anyway, so that's going to do it for us this week. We have, you know, jawed long enough at this point. (laughs) You, as always, you can find us over at thespool.net where we write about film and television. We're also on Twitter at WeirdingPod. I think we have an Instagram, but like we almost never post there. And a Facebook, same thing. We almost never post there. Find us on Twitter Find us, you know, in the pod space. Rate and review. If you like this show, we'd appreciate five stars. Totally not required, but five stars. Much appreciated. And, uh, yeah, until next time, be nice. And take your spice. Take your spice. 
Mmm, it's so good. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>